Uh, good morning, good evening, good night. Welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am E5BL. And I was in Uber when I heard that song play. I haven't heard that song in centuries. Jack in jail. And it says, why do you think Jack came down the hill? Because he couldn't get the love that he wanted from jail. The song is, is old, like <laughs> real old. Um, Ray Parker Jr. made that, but it's old. <laughs> and I didn't hear, I was in an Uber, and they were playing that on the radio. First of all, welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. Get your cup of squat, get a chair, blanket, a pillow. Hell, sit right here on the stoop. Get you something to drink, something cold, something hot, some water, some tea, some coffee, a fruit drink. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. Trust me on that. So, I was in Uber and I heard that song and it took me back. And I was like, wow. And all today, I had, I, you know, from the readings and just talking to people. And, you know, there's a saying, when you start going to the next level, People will resurface, exes and everybody, old friends, all of that. And you always have to remember what happened, why it ended, so you won't repeat that same cycle. Then, I don't know if y'all been watching it, I don't want to do a spoiler alert, you know, uh, the Godfather of Harlem, Bumpy, Bumpy Johnson, um, he passed away, um, died at the restaurant they always ate at. Uh, congestive heart failure. So, he, <clears throat> you know, Harlem, my pops loved Harlem, right? He he did, you know. And there's a, a difference. Like Harlem cats, Harlem people, they take pride in their appearance. Them women worked in those beauty salons and you couldn't come in there like now. It's a different vibe. But back then, talking back then, 60s, 70s, 80s. When you worked in Miss Mamie and um, Beauty Parlor, you didn't come to work looking like you just rolled out of bed and you ran over there. You took pride in what you had and what you can do because you were your first walking billboard. My pops and them growing up, they never owned a pair of sneakers or jeans. My my grandfather made them wear slacks and shoes, shirt, tie, or a cardigan or, you know, polo shirt, but they didn't have sneakers, you know. They didn't. They, they dressed as men. And Pop would make sure their shirts was ironed and, you know, creased and their pants was nothing tattered or holes or anything. So, you know, my pops also instilled that in us. It's, I remember one time I had slippers, my hair was messed up, and I ran to the store and my father looked and he was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, yo, I was just running to the store. He said, so you can run to the store looking like that? And I'm like, man, I just ran to the store. He said, if you don't take pride in how you see yourself, don't expect nobody else. The same way, 
My mom's from Amen, Louisiana. And they take pride in their plates, you know, how they serve people. Presentation is everything, right? So food better be good, but you just don't plop it on a plate. You know, you, you serve it. And I remember a good friend of mine, she had made a plate and she had handed it to my mother. My mother was like, I'm not eating that. She said, what? She said, look, you just plop this on there. I'm not eating that. And I was like, you asked her. She said, and presentation is everything. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, all right. So you take that because this is how I viewed it. This is how with life. But I also know that people, you know, everybody wants to always show you that they're doing great, they're doing grand, you know, and <laughs> the only way those people got over in scamming and lying to people that, you know, saying they were crowns and they wasn't is because they packaged it beautiful. There's a saying I always hear David Sosa say, he says, people don't get on my nerves because I know where their bones are buried. And I said, yo, I, 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 I sign up for that. Because I do. I know where people's bones are buried. It ain't my job to uplift your bones. It's not even my job to even dwell on it. It's not even my job to say, you know, hey, this person is doing, that. you know, because my experience with someone and your experience with someone can be totally different. And I'm cool with that. Now, everyone that knows me, so I want to publicly say it. Everyone that knows me, because I learned this from my mom, my brothers, my sisters, my cousins, nieces, nephews, all of them live by the same code because it was embedded in us. Me and you can fight from today to tomorrow. But when you add kids in it, you ain't got to worry about me. Because I ain't, I ain't ever talking to your ass again. Kids are innocent. And <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I, I don't, you know. I, and I don't take kindly to threats. But I laugh because whenever I argue with somebody, it's always, oh, she's jealous of me. Um, she wants my man. And I just be sitting there like, you don't even want your fucking man. Like, are you serious? Jealous of what? So, I always think, because people always got to go at the bottom of the barrel. And there's a reason why I'm saying all this. People always got to go at the bottom of the barrel to make you look horrible. Everybody, you know, I never forget. I came home one day, right? I was in fifth grade. I came home one day and all my friends, that I assume was my friends that had my back, that was my day ones, they turned on me. And how I, how I found out was I was in the bathroom, right? And I was really sitting in there sneaking, smoking a cigarette. And they didn't know I was in there, you know, because I'll never leave my book bag. I ain't never leave my book bag or nothing on the floor or nothing. So, and, you know, I, I heard, you know, my homegirl sit there and dog me out. So, and they were going to jump me. So I went and got my good friend, Daryl. And I was like, look, I don't want you to fight no girl, but just make sure, 
you know, that I get a one-on-one. -on -one. He's like, man, I ain't even worried about it. But he went and got my brother, unbeknownst to me. So my brother was standing up there. My so-called friends, you know, they just kept on going. And it was crazy because one of them, which was Kim, she had asked, oh, you coming with us? I was like, nah. And I stopped hanging around them like I did. I, if I seen them in the street, yo, but it was very rare, very rare. I, I didn't even acknowledge them. Man, if I, we lived in Queens. I started hanging in Brooklyn, over between Cowell and Rogers. I started hanging in Harlem, over there on 143rd and Lenox. I started hanging in the Bronx on Ogden Avenue. I was hanging in Staten Island. Like, I was all over, right? Get on the train, the bus, bounce, and then come back, you know, that night or that morning. Come back. Wasn't no prostitute. Wasn't fucking nobody. Like, I just knew people, right? And it didn't bother me. And when I, when I became an adult, you know how people are quick for that. And I'm like looking at adults. I always look at them side eye. When somebody doesn't like someone, they would say, oh, if you like me, you wouldn't talk to her. I wasn't around when you had that beef. Don't put me in that shit. Oh, but that's what you call dedication? No, no. I'm not, I, I always tell people, I'm not mad or I'm not a kid, so I can't ever tell no one who to hang with, who don't hang with, right? Because I had to learn a valuable lesson, and I want to share this lesson with y'all. When I met Angel, I met him, and I was, I was really at this place to where I wanted to learn about spirituality, right? And I was grateful for all of it for learning from him. I was grateful for, you know, hanging under him and, you know, I would make sure he made money and all of that, right? And when me and him had a falling out, he called all of them that was so-called friends and told them, asked them where their loyalty lied. Now, these are the same people that I might have looked out for, these same people in my head, right? <laughs> Until reality set in. Like, yo, I made sure they had money. I looked out for them the whole nine. And, you know, I still thought, yo, we were friends. Or we'll be friends. <laughs> Elsie and all of them. Like, yo, you know, just because... Me and him fell out. Don't mean that, you know, we, we had such a good friendship. Like, we would meet up. We would hang out. We would roll. Like, I'd come and visit you when you was in the hospital. So, you know, I, I thought we were A1 day ones. So, when I hit up Elsie, she said, please do not contact me. My loyalty is with Angel. I hit up Nellie. Oh, don't contact me. My loyalty is with Angel. So I was like, what? I was like, oh, okay, okay. So I saw Nellie's son. And he was like, yo, you know, D, you've always been there for us. He said when shit went wrong or, you know, my kids or whatever, like, you will come. And I was like, yeah, he said, 
I'm not getting involved. He said, but you got to remember this. They were friends with him. You met all of them through him. So they don't owe you nothing. He said, the fucked up parties, they could have had the best of both worlds. He said, but you got to remember, they were, they were friends way before you came along. He said, and some of them ain't going to go against because they, you know, they Spanish. And I was like, wow. I said, yo, thank you for the honesty. And that was real. And it was. We come in thinking that we are doing a service or we're helping people. But you're not. Because people are going to go with what they feel or what they're comfortable with. People are going to show a loyalty to whatever they feel that they're comfortable with. And that's not a bad thing. Don't get it twisted. That's not a bad thing. That's a great thing. All right? Be loyal to it. My job is never to call and embarrass people. My job is to call out dumb shit. People co-sign on fucked up things, knowing in their heart that it's wrong. But they'll co-sign on it because they're loyal to their friend. So they watch all the fucked up things that go. I don't have uh, animosity toward anyone. I know the path that I'm taking. I know everybody can't go, and I'm good with that. I'm grateful for the sisterhood that I found and the one I'm creating. Because we don't sit and dog. We don't, we don't kiss ass. We help inspire, uplift, but we definitely don't sit around and wait while they're doing their thing. They're just blowing the horn like, yo, my sister coming or yo, this one coming, be on the lookout. But their journey don't stop. And they don't have a problem with saying, hey, little sis, that right there, you don't need to be a part of. Go over there. You know, I thought I had a circle. But I also know within that circle, doors started getting closed. So I'm like, yo. And when I left that circle of people, doors was open and saying, hey, now we can embrace you because that wasn't the look for you. And, I, and I'm good with that. I'm good with that. But I know I stand on what I'm going to always stand on. And I, I told that to my son. I said, I love you. Always know that. But remember this. You were never invited at the table. You came because I was there. So when I move, guess what's, guess what's going to happen? You will see less of everyone. Because people will associate with what you bring. And when you can't supply or give, True friendships, true, true friendships, true uh, mentoring, true is not what I can do and give to you, right, for a fee or what I can bring. We all bring something at the table and we leave something there for the next person and we move on. We all can't keep on to continue and sitting at the table. Listen, somebody once told me they made me. Oh, you wouldn't be shit without me. I made you then you should continue on making. You should never miss a beat, ever, because I don't. I don't look at people and judge them. 
I don't care what such and such do say, cause I'm not in their in their cipher. I'm grateful for all the things that people give me or bless me with, all of that. I am. I'm not a paranoid person. I'm never looking over my shoulder for what. Shoot your best shot. God bless you. You know, for real. I, I don't take that, oh, I'm going to put voodoo on you and I'm working her. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I'm still here. <laughs> That's all I say to people. I'm still here. Oh, because I've been working on it. That's why she was sick. No, I was sick because I didn't take care of my health. But that changed. So now what? Listen, at the end of the day, I want you to always remember this. Never worry about who like you. Don't worry about if your enemies are all teaming up. Don't worry about people having two-faced, non-faces. Don't worry about, oh, my loyalty is with this one. Don't worry about none of that. Focus on your journey. Because I guarantee you, guarantee you, when you start elevating, all the garbage falls to the side. That's real talk. When you start elevating... You don't see those people. They're not in your cipher. They will sit around and tell people how they know you or spew hate on you. But as you go higher and higher, eventually, you know what they're going to do? They're going to hit you up and try to get put on. Trust me. I've been dogged by people that I bless beyond. And I don't even see those people no more. The people I started with, I don't see them at all. At all, I do not see these people for nothing in the world. The people that started on the journey, it was 30 of us that was going to get initiated. I'm the only one, and I don't see them. I don't. I haven't seen them in damn near six years, and I'm okay with that. Um, once I walk away, I don't need to keep an update. I don't care if your grandmama died, your cousin died, your next-door neighbor don't got shit to do with me at all, at all. I don't. I don't want you to ever feel guilty. You set boundaries so you can have peace. You're moving forward. Not everybody can go with you. If they're all together, God bless them. You see it on your news feed or you, you hear somebody call you, stop it. If it's bothering you, then stop it. Block and delete works well. That's it. Or you can do like everybody else. <laughs> it didn't say that weapons won't be formed. It just said it won't prosper. And he said he'll make a table in the presence of your enemies. A table in the presence of your enemies. It's okay. Watch me eat. And I'm good with that. But I don't want you to get in the comparison mode. I never want you to get in. I don't know who this message is for. It could be for me. It could be for y'all. But I know that comparison or, you know, I, I always laugh because I don't go on people's page and tell them what they need or dictate what needs to be said. I don't. I don't violate people like that. I do not. But people will do it. Hey, you know, you got to do this. And I laugh. I laugh. 
I laugh because audacity is always going to be at an all-time high, no matter what. Everybody's the expert of everything. And I, I just laugh. Everybody's the expert of everything. Put up. You think I'm joking? Put up. Uh, I love the Arisha. Somebody going to get in? Well, why do you love the Arisha? Or are you initiated? Because you can't. It's always going to be some kind of controversy from people that don't support you. Or even if they do, they need clout. They need clout. It should be this old head that whenever a new reader would come out, this person would jump in their lives and just start reading people and saying the most craziest things and then going in people's DMs saying how much they can read for somebody and, you know, they don't need them, you know, that they prices are so much lower than the person. And you'll sit there and be like, wow. Wow. And they would justify it saying, I'm an elder. I know my stuff works. Well, if it does, then why are you hating on new people? Your shit should be consistent. You're not going to see me right on a page. Oh, my God, where are my readings at? I need people. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. That doesn't work like that for me. I can't speak for nobody else. It doesn't work like that for me. I don't tag nobody unless it is something that you know, dealing with sisterhood, but I even stopped doing that. I don't, I don't. And trust me, it is no Facebook etiquette, but people just do, people do the most. And at this moment, all you can do is laugh. That's it. All you can do is laugh. Just laugh. Just laugh because sometimes folks will they want to compete where they don't compare, right? For real. People want to compete where they don't compare. You know, um, all, at this moment, all you can do is just laugh and continue on with your life. Laugh at the haters. Laugh at the war watchers. Laugh at the screenshot people. Laugh at those that, you know, because that's a sickness. I, I'm going to say that. That's a sickness. If you don't fuck with someone and you don't rock with them and all you could do is gossip about them and say all kinds of messed up things about them, why are you still on their page? What is it benefiting you? You don't fuck with them. You don't rock with them, but you're on their page. That's the weird. That's the shit I'll be talking about. That's the weird shit that I'll be talking about. Is that people that will... Monitor your page so they can talk about you. Yo, that's weird. And and these are not even children. These are not teenagers. Everybody's in their 40s and 50s. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen. For real. Like, you will get up out your bed. Get up out of whatever it is you're doing. Instead of enjoying your life and you will screenshot or see what someone is posting and just so you can have a conversation about what they're doing to end it with, oh, well, if she say your name or she say this, then I, I'm going to put it in a pot or I'm going I'm to curse her. And you'll be like, wow, that's crazy. 
That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. But it happens. Oh, you see that she's doing a live and she's talking about this screenshot. Oh, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make one of my fake pages and follow them. You need therapy. No, no one's page is that important to me to where I want to see. No one. And if I don't rock with you, I take you off. Like, why? Why am I associating with you? And if you associate with people I don't fuck with, God bless you. I won't be as much as in your face, but God bless you. I don't. That's that's the one thing I don't do. I don't. My mother taught me as a kid, the only way your boat can leak, because it got to have a hole on the inside. So I, I do. I, I'm respectful. I'm cordial. And I, I know my place and I run my race. I don't try to be extra. I don't. It's not worth it. It's not. It's not worth it to compete with anyone. It's not worth it to ever compare yourself. It's never worth it to worry about what the next person is doing. And God forbid, if you are listening and you got to make a fake page or you got to monitor somebody and screenshot and have a conversation, then you need therapy. You do. And medication because there's an imbalance. This is a free fucking app. It's free. It's free. That means everyone can get on. As long as you pay your Wi-Fi bill and all that, then it shouldn't be a problem. But everyone can get on. And you can post that you want to sell fucking tomatoes on the side of the road. 50 people will say, great. One person may say, why? The other person say, I hate tomatoes. But it's great. Because it's your page and you can post and say what you want. Because it's that right. Now, if you are monitoring someone's page because of someone else, then you need help. Grown up people don't do that. Mind the business that pays you. I tell that to a lot of people. Mind the business that pays you. How much you getting from this? What? Then why? Why? But I had to learn that lesson. These people weren't my friends. I met them through the person that I no longer fuck with. So it was okay. It was. Because that was the reality. It was the truth. I met them through him. Their loyalty was with him. So, okay. Two-piece. I'm out. And I moved on. I didn't go and say, oh my goodness, we should be friends. I thought, No. You, you were right. But her son was, was truthful. And I needed that. You know? He was like, yo, you know, these just, they knew him longer. Oh, okay. And it was right. It was. I don't, I don't expect to have allegiance with anyone. Ever, don't ever get it twisted. I don't. I always bet on me. Because I know me. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm not going to do. I know what I'm going to entertain and I know what I won't entertain. So I'm always a bet on me. But I give space for people if they need something. I don't have a problem with networking, helping people. Not at all. I can't help everybody. I get emails, text messages, phone calls, the whole nine. 
Hey, I'm looking for this type of person. Hey, I need this. Hey, so I'm not the only spiritual person. You know, and I send people to where they need to go or I'll call that person. Hey, do you have space? This person needs this. And I'm always doing that. And I'm grateful for that because it got me in rooms that I never thought I would walk in. So I'm grateful for that. I am. I'm grateful for the the friendships and and the networking and the partnerships and the collaborations that I had the pleasure of building. No, I'm not. And I tell everyone, I am not known in the Santo world of, um, you know, being the most knowledgeable or anything like that. No. You know what I'm known for? Real talk that someone said. They said, you are the Harriet Tubman of the Santo world. And I said, what? And they was like, nah, you help people escape. And I was like, Wow. Wow, for real. I was called the Harriet Tubman for the spiritual community. And I was like, wow. And I had someone tell me, you know, and it's true. It's true. I got in a lot of trouble about it, but it's still true. It still ain't true. He was like, um, the sad part is you help free blacks and so many others. And you hurt people's pockets. So, hence why you're not always welcomed in a lot of those spaces. But I still have to remember what was told to me. When all that stuff came out, it was, you're going down a rabbit hole. And when you get down there, a lot of people are not going to like you. People are not going to take kindly to you. One is because they're demons and their bones is getting ready to be exposed or they think so. Or two, they know they were wrong. You are the mirror that they got to look in, not the magnifying glass. And I was like, wow. But I was like, I don't, you know, at first I was like, I don't want to be known for that. But you know how many women were great in the spiritual community. You know how many women were taken advantage of by both men and women in the spiritual community. You know how many kids was lost, thrown out. How many people were robbed, taken advantage of. How many people were abused, molested, sexually exploited. I've seen the ugliness of spirituality. I have. I've seen shit where you will be sitting there saying, wow, wow. And I remember sitting in my godmother's house and I was like, you know, this is my godfather was alive too, Ebay. And I was like, you know, why do I see the ugly part? She said, so when it's time, you you will accept and appreciate the beauty. And at least you know. I've seen what women have gave their hard-earned money <sighs> and lied to, taking advantage of. I've seen godparents pimp their god kids so they can get a service. I've seen godparents put voodoo on their god kids. Uh, 
I've seen God kids, but who the one they godparents? You know, um, people lying, saying they had ceremonies, taking people for a lot of money. Kids telling their moms they got touched. And because of the person may be known in the community is pushed under the rug. So I have. I've seen a lot. So I appreciate when folks do amazing things. I do. I appreciate when people come together to build up. I appreciate when people call out fuck shit or don't sign up for the bullshit. I appreciate that. I appreciate women holding their power. I appreciate men uh, accepting change and learning and taking care of their family, being fathers to their kids and great husbands to their spouses. I, I appreciate those. I do. And I see that too now. I see the growth. I see... You know, where everyone's welcome at the table, majority of places. I see where black people now are appreciated in, in the Lukumi faith. I do. Now, it took a, a video to have people start saying it. But now, and I'm grateful to sit at tables that now it's talked about. And it's not shunned or no one's not trying to make excuses for it. But they're welcoming, you know. And, and, and I, I appreciate that. I do. I appreciate it. Because these conversations need to be had. You know, they do. Without anyone getting in their feelings. They do. They need to be had. They need to be spoken about. You know, um... And, I, and I'm happy that it takes place. I am. I'm happy that people now, because we teach them how to stand up for themselves, how to be assertive, how to ask questions, that I'm happy now people are standing up and they're asking questions and, you know, they're, they're networking and they're, they're vetting people, you know. Uh, I had a young girl say, hey, if I want to do a ceremony and they have to go to Florida, do I pay for their ticket? I said, who's they? She was like, well, my godfather and his wife. Wow, what's wrong with his wife? His wife doing the ceremony? No. Then she paid for her own ticket. I said, you know, most godparents, they won't, they won't accept that. And, and I will say, I did. I did it twice. Right? No, I did it once. I did it once. Let me not lie. Because it's the first time I paid my own ticket. But, um... I did it twice. I did it for a young lady and she paid for my travel expense. And I said, I, I'll never do that again. I did. I, I'm not, I'm not that godparent that, you know, if you have a ceremony and you're in Chole and it's you preparing it, all of that, then I, I need to be there. There's nothing wrong with me. So I can pay for my ticket. <laughs> Why are you paying for it? You know, oh, it's just a gesture. That's what you have. Where is it in the old do where it says that? If your godparent is, you know, if they are financially unstable or, you know, they have prior commitments, but nothing happens without a few weeks in advance to plan. 
So, nah. So the person that I did do that for, because I did it one time when I went to Vegas, I didn't like how, how it played out. And then I'm no one's, you know, oh, I paid for her ticket. You want the money back? <laughs> Like, you, you want the money back? Because I can give it back. No. So then why are you saying that? You know, so that that was the lesson that, nah, I'll pay for my own ticket. I, I, I'll get there on my own. Just tell me the dates and I'll be there. Other than that, no, that's okay. I'm good. I'm good. For real. Because, you know, when people fall out, which is funny, they'll always think of everything they did. And you'll be like, wait, the rest of the story is... And, you know, no one ever says the whole story. Everybody loves playing the victim. But, yeah, so I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't. I did it one time when I went to Vegas, and I swore that I'd never do it again. I'll pay for my own. Yeah. Um. So just know that you don't need to compete or compare. Take care of you. Get your mental in order, work on your craft, perfect your craft, and study, be diligent, persistent. So when that when you start reaping, can't nobody stop you. Real talk. You don't need to worry about what people say about you. You don't need to look at what uh, people posting, you, you don't, you don't, you don't. I remember being in the projects one summer and chill, this dude chill was like, um, yo, I don't see you at the Q club. I don't see you, you know, when we be doing, you know, the outings. I said, that's cool. I don't see you at banks and in the airport. So, you know, and he was like, what, what? I said, we don't run in the same circle. We don't. I, I may see you in passing. But we don't run in the same circle. So I'm good. I'm good. And and you know how how beautiful it is for someone to say, hey, I want you to attend this, so I need you to be a part of this. And you go, oh, wow. Like, what? You know. Thank you. <laughs> It is. It's a good feeling to be invited instead of gossip, ridiculed, or uh, put down. So just know, just know that in this day and age, and anyone that's listening to this podcast, you are amazing. You have a gift. You have a calling on your life. Follow it. Don't allow no one small-minded, small group of people uh, their ignorance and, you know, in most cases, their jealousy. Don't don't allow them to let you miss your blessing. You know how many people are like, oh, I wouldn't do a podcast. You know, I, I got things to do. But now you'll see them. Oh, I'm starting a podcast. And all you can do is laugh. I'm good. I'm good. When I started my podcast, I had three listeners. Real talk. I had three listeners. I've quadrupled that number, and I'm grateful for it. I am. I'm grateful for it. And when I started it, everybody said, oh, nobody's going to listen. Why? No. Oh, my God. 
but yet and still somebody listening. <laughs> so don't allow no one to talk you out your blessing. Just because someone talked them out of theirs, you don't allow them to do that at all. At all. I was having a conversation and <clears throat> I was like, yeah, because, you know, May 21st and the 22nd, we'd be in Detroit. And they had asked me about one of the persons. They was like, yo, you know, will they be there? I said, no, because they allowed someone to talk them out of their blessing. You know, and they, they, now they just sit home. And I'm like, you know, sit with that. Because people will. People will talk you out of your blessing. I always share the story where Professor Porterville invited me to Denver. And everybody and their mother that was supposed to be my friends and my family, even my kids. Oh, you shouldn't go. You in a shelter. You shouldn't go. But I knew I had one shot. One shot. One shot. But mind you, Diamond Cash in them, right, organization in Queens, I already did public speaking with them. So, I, you know, I did his event and I did another event. So I got over that fear. There's a saying that, you know, you can't have a plus one because not everybody has that hunger or that drive or even have that talent. You should never be doing a public speaking and you're sitting there talking to your friend. Oh, you think they listening? Right, right. Ask her. No, you, did I, am I doing good? Like, where's the confidence? And people are paying to get the information. So if you don't know what you're doing, all you're going to do is fuck it up. Yeah, most people are. Oh, I'm a fake until I make it. What's wrong with making it and not faking it? <laughs> Just make it. Just make it. But you you have those people. So, okay. But um, I was like, yo, I got to go. And I went. And it was the best thing I've ever did. The best. And people will. Like I said, people will. And, you know, I remember seeing a, a so-called friend of mine. I was in the city. And they were like, um... I know. Hey, what happened with you going to Denver? I hope you didn't go. I said, oh, no, I went. I said, uh-uh. Oh, for real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, so you still... Now, mind you, I ain't seen this person in a minute because, like I said, people that were not supportive or whatever, I left them. Kept on going. So, yeah, let me tell you, it's some years, right? She goes, so do you still do $15 readings? I was like, no, girl, my reading is $85. Huh? I said, yeah. She was like, oh, so can I just um get a reading for $15? No. She was like, oh, you for real? Yeah. But I was with you. No, you wasn't with me. When I was working at the uh, Botanica and I first started where I was working on the other side and out in Long Island, readings was $15. That's over seven years ago. No. <laughs> oh, so I have to get up $85? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. It's going to take me a minute. Okay. All right. I said, you'll be good. I said, you know, best of luck with you. And I left because even when we were sitting there, right, and I was ordering my Starbucks, she was like, yeah, you know, because I'm dating this dude. I said, uh-uh. We don't solicit free advice, my love. I told you my praise. Respect that. 
you're right, you're right, you're right. But I just wanted to ask, no, for what? You, $85? No, yeah, no, no. But this is the same person that was, oh, you shouldn't go. Nobody's not going to be wanting no readings and all that. And I moved on. Once again, when you start leveling up, you don't see those people. And if they do resurface, all you could do is laugh. I, I'm not the homegirl hookup. I don't know what the fuck that means. The homegirl hookup. Nah, that, that's not what we do here. So, I, I do. Appreciate your journey. Be grateful for every blessing and lesson in your life. Know that people are people. They come with their flaws and their insecurities and, you know, it's just how people are. That's it. But that shouldn't stop you. Because when you think of those handful of 20 or 15 people that you know or that are in the nosebleed section doing the most, for the millions of people that you can touch, the million of people that you have reached, the million of people that you have helped, why are you worrying about those 15 that don't even do nothing for you? Why? At all. At all. Because when it rains, it rains on every house. We all die. Go in that, <laughs> that box to go in that ground. <laughs> so, no, no one had the, the number one reprieve from God to say, oh, you're going to live forever. Nah, that's why they say forever belongs to God and not man. And you don't need to do any get back or you don't need to feel any kind of way. You don't got to be angry. You don't have to be like, wow, you know, that's my friend. No, no. What you need to do is study, continue on your journey, continue to do what you're doing. And as you level up, you will see less of them. So why you worry? Why? Continue. Continue. And don't be a plus one. Be the main. I got it from Dame Dash and I share it with y'all. Those people paid to get in the room. They paid you to come in the room. They asked you to come in the room. You ain't have to buy a ticket. And it's okay. If these people want to make fake pages or watch your page and do all of that, that means that you're doing something great. That means that whatever you're doing, you're being blessed. Because it is 24 hours in a day. Continue on being a blessed. Continue on doing. You know that irks people when they see that you didn't fail or you didn't miss a beat and that the show still went on. That means that they got to stop what they're doing to watch you. Baby, if that's not a word, <laughs> I put up a post because I heard it and it was true. When God blesses my friend, then I know that God's in my neighborhood. So I, my blessings is coming. He in the neighborhood. He done blessed my neighbor. So I know he in the neighborhood. He ain't leave. <laughs> so, hey. But I'm not going to break my neck. I'm not going to dog nobody out. Because when it's my turn, it's my turn. You know, somebody said, 
oh my God, you too old to be on TikTok and you too old to be reading cards and stuff. That's a young person's thing. And when I looked on their page, they had 25 people. I said, oh, they want me to argue with them so they can get some traction. Block and delete. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm old. You damn right. I guess 50,000 people must see me different. I'm old. You damn right. I guess 14,000 people must see me different. I'm old. You right. A million people see me different. I'm old. You right. 17,000 see me different. I'm old. You right. 900 and something see me different. You right. I am. I am. I am. I'm old. I'm uh, outdated. I'm jealous of anybody. I'm fat. I'm black. I'm all kinds of things. But my mama taught me when I was a kid, it's not what they call you, it's what you answer to. I don't got to answer none of these people. Why? Because they're not in my peripheral. I don't know them. I don't. <laughs> and I don't care for them. And I want you to feel the same. Why are, we, why are we worrying about what anyone thinks or cares? For what? Robbers don't rob an empty house. That means you have something that folks want to see. And it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Because no matter what, whatever destiny or vision that you had, God put it in you for a reason. So he knew you were the best person to follow, follow it through. Keep doing it. Don't stop. Keep on. The best advice a, a young lady named Yemaya, she was she's crying Yemaya, she gave me. She said, Oshun never wants you to quit. She lets them know that because of her, you're here. She said, and she lets them know. And Oshun said the most beautiful thing to me. Don't listen to man. If you have a question that you don't know, ask me or ask a ruler. Can't get mad about that. I can't. I can't. I can't get mad about that. So, as always, plum, please, and pleasure. Y'all, go on Amazon, order those journals. The book will be out soon. But go on Amazon, order those journals, those shadow work journals for men and women. Spiritual. You, you know how you start off. You can't really tell everybody everything, all the different dreams and stuff. Now you have a book that you can write it all in. And for the busy mom, definitely, you know, where you, you want to write your thoughts down. Just healing. I'm a, I'm a strong fan of journaling. So make sure, make sure. But go on over to Amazon and place your order today. And, you know, early bird special, May 22nd and the 23rd, Detroit. Hoodoo uh, Heritage, who Detroit Hoodoo Festival will take place. And they have spaces for vendors and all that. And um, April, I will be in Atlanta and New Orleans. 
<clears throat> I am forever grateful each and every time. Every time, I'm forever grateful. Somebody asked me, hell, you're not going down to Mardi Gras? Why, well, my Mardi Gras is every day in, in New Orleans. <laughs> it's just not, you know, y'all just think it's one day. All I'm doing is going home. I'm I'm not going down there as a tourist. <laughs> it's like room one. But um, God bless y'all all. You know, make sure you tune in on my YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Tumblr, WordPress. I'm everywhere. I am everywhere. Uh, readings are up. So, you know. And just stay tuned for some new and exciting things. And, you know, you can always join my Patreon. Make sure. Patreon on deck. Come part of the village. Okay? As always, this is Bobby Ann's baby girl saying it's been a plum pleasing pleasure. And let me give you something, right? A little something, something. A little something, something. <laughs> we want to release some things, right? You know how. Things are holding you back or whatever. You go to your regular dollar store and while they pick out about five balloons, five things you want to release to the to the air, to the to the space, to the eon, to the atmosphere. So you take writing on a brown paper bag with a pencil and add a little honey or some maple syrup. Honey or maple syrup, either or, is great. You put it on there and you fold it right away from you. Not folding towards you. Fold it away from you. Stick it in those balloons. Allow them to blow them up. Go to your neighborhood park or out in an open space. And you can let them all go in a group. You say a prayer. Something like, I release all these toxic traits or you want to release a man, you want to release a friend, you want to release, you know, mourning of a, you know, deceased relative, or you want to release a marriage that's no longer working, whatever it is you want to release. You say a prayer and you let those balloons go. And you go home a different way. Don't go home the same way you came. Go home a different way because you don't need it. And take you a beautiful spiritual bath, whatever you think. Right? Because I got recipes. But whatever you think. And light a little sandalwood incense. Before going to bed, put a glass of water by your bed and relax. Relax. And know that those things are no longer your burden. Because you released them. So now you can live free. Okay? All right. Love you, love you, love you. Stay safe out here in this Facebook Gangster world. Peace out. Oh, and the social highway of social media. <laughs>